Good Nair Shabbos, back in, in the Holy Land. Um, it's a very special Parsha, coming back to the Holy Land. It's Kisavo, when you, you will come to the land. So that's very uh, significant, but unfortunately part of the uh, Parsha, about 98, well I'm not sure exactly how many uh, verses, but many verses are focused on what is known as the Tochacha, the reproof, the Musr. And uh, a lot of people are very um, afraid of uh, getting the Aliyah, and that's why the, most of the Ashkenazi communities, it's the Balkara himself who gets this Aliyah. And many, many tzaddikim explained how all these psukim, if they're put into the right perspective, can be transformed into a bracha. And those brachas are even greater than the negative aspect of the klolos. Uh, of course, the famous fort that uh, the Welt fort is uh, that came true in America is they say that Rebbe, how could these be transformed into something good? It says Vachalta Basar Benecho You'll eat the flesh of your sons and the flesh of your daughters. How could that ever be turned into something positive? And they say that uh, Lamaisa, when the the Yidden came to America. And um, the parents, usually coming from the old country, were very from and uh, machmir. And their kids kind of uh, went down a level. And a lot of times the, the parents wouldn't eat in their own children's homes. Uh, and so the bracha would be, and you'll be able to eat the flesh, I mean the flesh, the meat, from your children's homes because it'll be, uh, you know transmitted into something, transformed into a bracha. So, um, but in the, in the midst of the all the klolos, all the 98 klolos that are mentioned, it says the following pasuk, Uvau alecha kol haklolos eila ur dapucha visigucha, and all these curses will uh, that uh, came upon you uh, until you're destroyed. Ki lo shamata b'kol Hashem because he didn't listen to Hashem, etc. And it will be a sign and a wonder for, for you, your children, for all generations. And then this is the clincher. Because you did not serve Hashem with simcha. That's why. Now, I'm not sure about you, but not serving Hashem with simcha, so that's, that sounds like of all things, simcha? So we have to understand what is simcha and why Hashem would take us to task that all these curses would befall us just because of not having simcha. So one approach is obviously tachas asher lo'avadata. This is the Balei Musar. I think the Kutzker says that all these curses befall you because Asher Loavata, when you were not serving Hashem, you were besimcha. You had simcha when you were doing the wrong things. And that's why all the curses happened. So that's one approach. Another approach is um, that you just didn't have simcha. Now, what does that mean, you didn't have simcha? And how would not having simcha be such a travesty? So there's a, a safer by the... Uh, 
Rabbeinu Bechaye, I'm not sure how this comes out backwards or for Rabbeinu Bechaye, called Kada Kemach. And when it rains, it pours. Kada Kemach actually has uh, different topics. And one of the topics is Simcha. Now, it's interesting because if you look in the Aleph base, Simcha is spelled with a sin, looks like a shin, but it's pronounced like a Samech, and he actually has it in the order under the Os Samech. So I'm not sure if you can see that. O Samech Simcha. <laughs> so, but here he, he goes through a whole list, and, and he basically says, Eve does a Samech Simcha. We have an obligation to serve Hashem with joy. Um, it says, Simcha Bashem Vigilu Tzadikim. Rejoice with Hashem and, and have happiness, you righteous ones. There are many lashonos that simcha is the way um, that we have to have it. And of course, he quotes Shlomo Melech who says, "V'shabeach ani es a simcha asher ein tov laadam tachas hashemas." I praise simcha because there's nothing greater under the sun. Now that was written by Shlomo Melech. Uh, so, what does this mean? What does it mean to be besimcha? And what kind of simcha are we talking about? In order to understand this, we will use the famous Gemara in Shabbos, Daf Lamed Amid Beis, where he explains the difference between the two types of simchas by quoting a stira in Shlomo Melech's own words. What does the Gemara say? The Gemara on Lamed Amid Beis, not the big one. He says like this. I'm not going to read you the whole thing, but he basically is um, quoting many different parts where Shlomo Melech's own words seem to contradict him, himself. One, it says, I pray Simcha. But then there's another passage that says, And to Simcha, what does it do? It's like worthless. So one time it's the most praiseworthy thing, and another place it sounds like it's the worthless thing. So, basically, the Gemara says, um, it's also another thing that I think is important, um, that a Kosh also has Simcha. That's something very important to notice. But uh, the Gemara says, V'shabachtien is a Simcha, that's called Simcha Shal Mitzvah. The simcha that that a person has doing a mitzvah. That's the ultimate simcha, and that's the simcha that Shlom Melcha praised. But the simcha mazeosa, the simcha she'enoshal simcha, shal mitzvah. The worthless simcha, that's not a simcha of a mitzvah. That's just stam a simcha. Now, a lot of people are in of the uh, attitude of fake it till you make it, and therefore um, are really into causing people to be besimcha. Now, I'm not going to argue whether or not that's you know that's beyond my pay grade, but I want to share with you what the Gemara says. The Gemara says, um, the. When it comes to simcha, we see that Hashem's shechina does not dwell with somebody who's sad. 
and is slovenly. But not with levity and uh, foolhardiness. Um, the only place where the Shechina is sure is when a Dvar Simcha Shal Mitzvah, a word of Simcha from a Mitzvah. So, this is an interesting thing that we need to remember. So, how does a person have Simcha Shal Mitzvah? And can a person use these other forms of Simcha when it's Sicha and Hololus and Kalus Rosh and transform it into Simcha Shal Mitzvah? And that is the question that we need to address here. And I think that there sometimes is a big Yetzirah. I think one of the most, uh, the biggest Yetzirahs in the world is um, the Yetzirah for entertainment. Entertainment to have to have our senses uh, tickled, to kind of get us to be to feel something, to feel simcha, and it's almost like the greatest travesty that the Eitzahara takes that potential for simcha shal mitzvah, which is the ultimate, and he usurps it and takes it for himself for emptiness and, and nothingness. Now, can the emptiness and nothing be used and transform it into something powerful? Uh, again, that probably can be done. I'm not sure how to do that right now. But I want to focus on how does a person gain simcha shal mitzvah? Okay? So, first of all, to know that imagine if you had this uh, awareness that you just won the Power Bowl. And not Stama Power Bowl that was won last week and that's a new week that's only, you know, 20 million. We're talking about the 500 million or the billion dollar Power Bowl that wasn't won for months and you win it. That's a pretty big simcha, I mean, I guess. Um, again, a lot of times people uh, who... <laughs> who win lotteries are not very happy. But just let's say a person, I'm, I'm so joyous on your words, on the words of the mitzvahs of, of the Torah, as if I found a huge treasure. Finding a huge treasure is not like the lottery. It's a little bit different. And I think that's the, what, what the, the Pasuk says that I'm joyous as if I found a big treasure. Finding a treasure, basically something that I didn't know was there, and it was there all along. And I think that that's the ultimate type of simcha, is to understand that every mitzvah that we do has that aspect of eternity to it. And that eternal aspect that one mitzvah causes another mitzvah is a huge simcha. What do I mean by this? Is that if I understand schar mitzvah mitzvah, the reward for a mitzvah is another mitzvah. Basically means it's an endless loop. Once I start doing a mitzvah, I get not only rewarded for the mitzvah, but I get rewarded because the reward of a mitzvah is another mitzvah. 
And therefore, it's this cycle that seems to be endless. But now, based on Rabbeinu Bechayet, on the second paragraph, at the top here, he basically says, the words are, Hasimcha Zos, He Mitzvah Min The type of Simcha we're talking about is a Mitzvah from the Torah. Mitzvah Gedol Elias B'Simcha, Rabbeinu Bechayet says this, the simcha of the mitzvah is greater than the actual mitzvah itself. That means if I come in and I pick up my my lulav, right, and I like, how long is this guy going to go on, right? You know. That mitzvah, I did a mitzvah. I picked up the lulav, I shook it, I did. The simcha that's supposed to come along with the mitzvah is greater than the mitzvah itself. I'm not sure if that, that's earth-shattering. The simcha that comes along with the mitzvah is greater. Now, how do you get that simcha? Because, again, thinking about it, contemplating, understanding HaKadosh Baruch Hu is giving me an opportunity that by merely lifting up a lulav, do a little shake, I'm getting a mitzvah. Hashem wants to reward me for such a simple thing. And I just got to have it and realize what an unbelievable opportunity. I put on my tefillin. They say about the, the Zvila Rebbe. Zvila Rebbe basically said that he has more simcha more pleasure putting on his tefillin than the biggest Baal Taiva does fulfilling his taivas. How is that? Because he recognizes a Baal Taiva enjoys the moment for the moment. The Rebbe, the Zvila Rebbe, enjoyed putting on the tefillin not only for the moment, but with the simcha that this is eternal. That this is mitzvah mitzvah and how beautiful it is Hashem is giving me opportunity to connect to Him what is supposed to be connected to Kosh Baruch Hu, and now he's going to reward me for being connected to him. It's unbelievable. So where, how does a person access the Simcha? Well, we know that the word Simcha or is the same word as, the same gematria of the word B'machshava. I think it stems, and I have to get to look at it again. B'machshava, B'machshava, in thought. In thought, if there's some besimcha and b'machshava, I think it's the same gematria. I'll have to take a look at it again. Um, what does that mean? But when I think about it, when I am there, I'm present, I'm living in the present, I realize what a schus I have, I use my thought to be conscious and be aware of what I'm doing. That's the ultimate kavana, and that kavana makes a mitzvah. Mitzvah striches kavana. Don't need kavana, but if Rebbeinu Bechayis says that the simcha is greater than the actual mitzvah itself, is because that determines what power the the mitzvah has. If I have simcha doing my mitzvah, then I am on a totally different level. I'm connected to Gosh Baruch Hu. My relationship with Gosh Baruch Hu is so intense because I am feeling such awareness of being connected to Hashem. 
if I'm connected to Hashem, that that's the ultimate. That's the ultimate simcha. Simcha shal mitzvah, I'm able to be connected to eternity. The, you know, how many people want to have a lunch <laughs> lunch with Warren Buffett, right? I guess that, that's... Uh, <laughs> lunch with Warren Buffett, people pay millions of dollars in order to have a lunch meeting with Warren Buffett. But what would you feel like if Warren Buffett called you up out of the blue and said, you know, Steve... I remember you once told me an idea. Let's go for it. And you're like, Warren, wow, or Mr. Buffett, you know, like, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is sending out these messages every day. I want to be with you. I'm giving you opportunities to connect with me. HaKadosh Baruch Hu. How much a person would pay to be able to have that connection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu? HaKadosh Baruch Hu is thinking about us. Hashem loves us an eternal love. He loves us more than anybody could understand love. All the mashalim that a person has of love in his life is just a mashal for us to be able to understand how much a Baruch Hu loves us. It's how much simcha a person should have if he thinks about that when he's doing a mitzvah. That's simcha shal mitzvah. Now with that in mind, simcha shal mitzvah is being living your life God present that I'm aware that every moment of doing a mitzvah is an opportunity to connect to Hashem b'machshava b'simcha I'm doing a mitzvah so the tochacha makes sense now why did all this stuff happen to you? because you didn't do the mitzvahs with simcha from abundance and a good heart you did it begrudgingly. What does that do to your relationship? Fine. Here's your birthday gift. You know, where where's the simcha? Where's the love? Where's the relationship? And then when you don't have that divine relationship, so then all the things that, uh, the cheshboinus of things that we did wrong come could come to pass, lo leinu. But if we have a simcha shal mitzvah, the Kosh Baruch Hu sees that we we say Kiddush with simcha, we put on our tefillin tzitzis, and we light Shabbos candles, whatever it is that we do, we do it with simcha. That shows we want to have that relationship with you, a Kosh Baruch Hu. That's the ultimate simcha. Um, you know, I, I remember, you know, one time I had a, some... A big tzaddik called me up. He he wanted me to do something for him. I felt so humbled that a tzaddik wanted to call me. It's a it's just such a, a a feeling of that somebody great thinks about you. Because Borhu thinks about us. Are we going to think about him again? B'machshava is a word. The letters of b'simcha. And if we can be b'machshava, we could tap into that Kodesh Baruch Hu has us in mind all the time. We're going to read soon, Einei Hashem Elokecha Ba Mereshis Hashana Adachrashana That Hashem's eyes are in the land of Israel from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. Hashem is focusing on us. If we just were aware of it, our, our relationship, the relationship is only as strong as... 
is the weakest side of the relationship. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu loves us eternally. Let's open our eyes. Let's think. And realize how much Hashem loves us and wants for us. And then we will be able to be besimcha, a simcha shal mitzvah in our relationship with Hashem. Good Shabbos.